Even in the age of magic, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other Turkishly delightful stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. We didn't get any, like, tweets when we shifted from saying Lord of the Rings things to saying Narnia things. Nah, no. I don't know that a lot of people noticed. That's true. Yeah, and it's all it's all on I brand. Mean, no big it, deal. If it was me, I'd be like, "Oh, they're just doing fantasy thingies." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's lots, fair. That's true. And lots of people are skippers, and they just skip through to the part that's new. Mm-hmm. Skippers. Janro, <laughs> uh, would you like to give me a recap of last week's episode of Very Random Encounters? Oh, of course. Um, there was a very large battle. <laughs> Great! Woo! Oh, uh, okay. We can do more. I'm sure. So, uh, a lot of stuff happened with Blossom, and I'm not really sure where we ended on that, except that part of Blossom wants us to succeed. I suppose when there's like thousands and more people in there, they have differing opinions. Anyways, end result, we um got a a large pounding device for breaking through hard things. I gathered up the army and made sure that the ritual couldn't happen. That was after Mock saved me from falling to probably my death. I'm not quite sure. Most likely my death. We stopped the ritual. Super Etho, Ziggy <laughs> Etho. Is there a title? Etho is, is the, the name, name of, of Etho. Etho. Okay, Etho fought Kalaren and we... One, except now we have the necklace, and I don't maybe think we actually won. The camera opens on a location that none of us have seen before. The audience has not been here yet. It's some sort of bunker. There's a lot of machinery. There are a lot of knobs, uh, levers, screens, and... After a, you know, half of a second, we can realize that the viewpoint that we're getting is in first person because the person's head turns and they're walking and we can kind of feel that we're seeing this through the eyes of a character. And there's this strange smear across the whole room that's kind of like if, it's kind of like the motion blur of a person. Like if a person ran by so fast that you know, like the flash style. It kind of leaves an afterimage, but that smear kind of goes all over this room. But perhaps the strongest sensation is the blaring klaxon of an alarm. And the figure that is our perspective turns to a part of that smear figure that is more corporeal. There's sort of a part of the smear that is in full color as opposed to just being an afterimage. And a voice comes out of that smear and says, you don't have much time before 
the Gamros event. There's not... You've got to make do with what you have. And the figure whose perspective we are viewing from um, speaks with a voice that we recognize as the voice of the necklace and says, Okay, okay, let's see. What do we have? We've got a few dead bodies, not as many as we'd want. We still have the 1,616 human minds in the rectangle. Oh, wait, wait. We still have our giant reptilian creature. I might be able to solve this. And the figure we're following, the necklace figure, kisses the smear and says, Honey, I think we can do this. And then he sticks his face into one of the screens. Um, and at that point, our perspective kind of shifts up and out of him. And we see uh, his body. He is a humanoid in the generalist of terms in that he's bipedal, generally the height of a human. Um, but he's composed of equal shining metal blocks with the central block being red and beating like a heart, but it's just a perfect cube. He sticks his head into the screen and it warps through like liquid. Uh, and then he says, looks like I backed the wrong horse. And we cut to the reality you know and love. <laughs> and Etho, you've just heard that voice in your head. Kalarin is dead and everyone is everyone around you is rejoicing. All of the soldiers are so happy that the, that the fight is over. What? Hell yeah, we, we did, did it. it. And I just casually try to crush the necklace? Uh, give me an overcome roll, uh, which I believe is with blood. What if this was just like a 14 or whatever, and you just had to be like, well, it's dust now. <laughs> That's not exactly <laughs> what would happen. <laughs> uh, well, good news anyway. That's a three. Okay. <laughs> Plus blood? Let's see. I don't. I don't think my blood. No, I, that puts me up to a five. Remember how I described Kalarin would try to do something and then it would be shocked and it would go back to kind of what it was doing before. Like its instincts would kick in and then all of a sudden the necklace would shock it and it would do something else. Mm -hmm. You go to crush the necklace and instead your wings jut out and. You feel yourself being aimed towards the Glotfrenian soldiers uh, who are all celebrating, and you're kind of aiming yourself towards them. Janro and Layla, what are you doing when you see this happening? I'm watching Etho, I think, and I say, Hey, Etho, you... how's it going over there? Nicholas is bad. Nicholas makes you do stuff. Do stuff. Ah, fix, fix it. Uh, okay. And I um, try to grab the necklace, I guess. Oh, by the way, I should say, also, the zapping did damage one of your stats. Uh, oh, no. Etho, I think your grace was already damaged. We'll mm -hmm. also damage... I think we'll damage your blood. Oh, shoot. And sorry, Layla, what was it you were doing? I think I reached for the necklace. I think my instinct is just to grab it. Like, mm -hmm. it's hurting Etho. I want it away from her. Cool. He's going to try to use Etho offensively against you. Mm -hmm. uh, so just give me that overcome roll with blood. Okay. Twelve. Whoa. Whoa. Cool. 
you stop the obstacle, threat, cut, or move from causing harm. When you grab at it, it's only for a second. I think Etho is able to hold it because she's in this extremely powerful form. Mm-hmm. You know, Janro touched the necktie before, but that was like the dream of it, and it was still strong in that sort of symbolic form. So mm-hmm. I think you, in, in, as just a person, you actually kind of luck out here because when you grab at it, it's almost like instantly, uh, just like how if a non-elf touches your sonic screwdriver, <laughs> it just kind of zaps your hand. Mm-hmm. Not that it hurts you and it falls to the ground. And once it hits the sand, it just starts bouncing and shaking violently. Run, Etho, go. Get out oh, of here. Yeah. Okay, okay, bye. Yeah, just fly away. Cool. And I back up. I think Janro is just basically once like that whole thing happened is like having everybody like let's let let's all celebrate elsewhere. Let's go back to the wagons. <laughs> everybody back back to the wagon. There'll be food. <laughs> oh yeah, food. Woo! <laughs> Love Victory food. food. Everybody sort of moving all moving, spin around yes. and be like, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, the necklace has Etho somehow, and I, I, it zapped me, but it just fell, and I don't know what to do with it. But don't touch it. Well, it seems t- like touching is bad. Well, I'm very strong now. I'm going to try touching it. No. 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 And I push her with all my strength away from the necklace, which, I mean, I don't have much, but. Greg, are, are you still trying to touch it despite Layla's caution? I mean, it's just, it's bouncing around weird, right? Yeah. Like, if when Layla pushes back, I'll be like, okay, but then what's, what, somebody has to take it. We can't leave it, can we? Well, no, but, I mean, we don't need to touch it with ourselves. I mean, doesn't Lenora have, like, tongs or something for getting stuff out of the fire? I'm not touching that with my hands, and you don't need to either. We just need to get it safe. Well, fly over there and grab some, and I'll just keep an eye on it. I don't think so. How am I gonna get, we can't leave it bouncing. Hey, okay, guys, congrats. I really, I, I, you really did it. And that's, and this is Tack, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't understand that there's still something going on. And he says, um, where's, where, where's Etho going? I'm up here. Well, it's, it's fine. Don't, don't, Tack, don't, touch the thing. don't touch the thing. Don't touch the bouncing. Oh, things. yeah, I generally don't touch things if I don't know what they are. <laughs> We're trying to get it back. I mean, I don't know. We're just trying to do something with it. It's real bad, but I don't want to touch it. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Necklace. Huh. It stops bouncing. Oh. It can't speak to you without being touched, but what it can do is affect the things that it is touching. So it colors the sand around it, and so... Above, just above it, I imagine like the the three of you, including I imagine Etho is like flying up above, far away. But the three of you, counting Tack, are sort of standing in like a U in front of it, just looking at it. I think after I get like a ways up in the sky, I turn around. Like I I mean, it doesn't seem like it can affect me from far away. Sure. So behind it, sort of past it, it illuminates the sand in blue and. It just writes, hello, period. Oh, so you are like the projection. 
But that's not good because you're the destroyer. Why are you trying to kill all of us? Stop it. It's it's unacceptable. I am not the destroyer, it writes. That's That's exactly exactly what what the destroyer destroyer would say. I mean, cool story, but like, (laughs) here we are. You you aimed our friend at our army and what's going to kill us? I mean, hello? What do you want then? Hmm. That's got a real answer to that. It (laughs) says, or rather it writes, progress, period. On the ritual? Progress generally. (laughs) Progress of what? On saving the people in Blossom? It writes capital P progress. Oh. Cool, cool. You're being real helpful. (laughs) You have done nothing but be evil at us. The thing is, it's not trying to be vague. (laughs) I feel like maybe I should grab it and have a talk. No, Janro. No, I am not trying to fight you. Don't Don't grab grab the thing, Janro. You saw what happened. But we're communicating at this point. Jenro, I will tie you up again. Cultural progress, technological progress, architectural progress, progress. At what cost? The cost of 1,616 life forms for advancements of generations. It's now, it's just writing in huge, huge swaths (laughs) of sand at this point. That's gross. You're being gross. You've just come over here and tried to kill everybody, and I don't like it. And I don't even know what's going to happen to those people in Blossom. I don't know how to help them. I know how to help them. Are you responsible for making the mechanical animals? Indirectly. They are a result of Blossom 1616. So me and mine got to lay down and die so you can have your progress. Is that what I'm hearing? Only some. Cool. That's great. That's still real gross. Is there like some lava I can throw you in somewhere? Because I don't (laughs) like this. Is there another person? Is there a manager or somebody I could speak to? (laughs) 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 He writes, my husband is a little busy right now. Hmm. Doing what? I mean, so far you want to kill people for progress. Progress that is ill-defined. Plus, we are people that you are murdering for no good reason. Because progress happens. Just because it's not on your timeline doesn't mean it's not good. You know what's not great at progress? Wiping out people's homelands and destroying entire civilizations. That kind of sets a whole group of people back. It writes, I request that the most rational of your group... Touch the amulet, and Jan we can Ro, have don't you real dare. conversation. I am the most rational. Janro, you're also the most likely to clobber us all to death. Well, then let's get Mock. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mock! <laughs> yeah? What? Are we in agreement? Let Mock touch the rock! I'm down. Uh. I mean, what? What am I supposed to do? Okay, well, see, this amulet here has got something inside of it's trying to talk to us, and we're not doing a great job. And I don't think that Janro has as much control over her emotions as she thinks she does, because she's a a cool cucumber. But she's also got all these great new powers for clobbering, and it makes me a little nervous. 
So I'm just saying. And obviously, I'm way too emotional to touch that thing. So. Oh, oh I mean, all right. I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Fine. Mark walks over and grabs it. <laughs> when he does, it's different than when Layla grabs it, not because he is different, but because the amulet is behaving differently now. It's trying to reason now as opposed to trying to just desperately stay in Etho's hands. What the, th- what the three of you see is that he touches it and kind of just goes blank for a moment and then comes to, um, but I'll narrate what he sees. In that short span where he went blank, uh, he has a whole conversation. He finds himself uh, sort of projected like astrally. Um, like he's not really there. He's just sort of having like an out-of-body experience where he is in that bunker that I described at the beginning of the show. And he gets a good look at this strange smear that uh, I described before and also this man made of blocks. And the man made of blocks says, uh, who is the voice of the amulet, says, thank you so much for coming. This is a much more equitable way to communicate. We don't have a lot of time. My husband here can keep things steady for a bit. My name is Tessus, and I am the god of technology, or at least I am for a little bit longer. My husband, Kovian, is the god of time, and therefore the only reason that I have some at all. And you are? Mark. Uh, knight. <laughs> um. Great. God of Great. myself. Don't, you don't, don't, you don't have to. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, so... What, what's going on? My... Your people have end-of-world beliefs, yes? Yeah, so, um, Ian is the creator and makes all the food, and Gamrose is the devourer who eats all the food, and we don't like Gamrose because we don't want to get eaten? You and I have a lot in common, Mark. I mean, I don't control technology. I'm just, you know, I control me. We have a lot in common in that I also don't want to be eaten by Gamros. Or what you- Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that, uh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. My, how do I even put this? I come from a different meal. Oh, like soup? You said Ian makes the food and Gamros yeah. devours it. Yeah. So, like, I see, like, our world's like an omelet. So you're, like, coming from, like, the soup course? Precisely. Okay. Yep. I don't want to lose. He gestures towards the screen, and you see some of the same imagery that you saw in Blossom, or that Layla saw in Blossom. Space travel, cities, communication with other species. It gets so wild at the end in terms of, like, up- uploading consciousnesses, all of these things. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that. Can I can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever had omelet soup? I'm sorry? Have you ever had omelet soup? No. No, that's right, because that's disgusting and they don't belong together. So, 
you don't mix the omelette with the soup now like if you made like an egg drop soup where you have parts of the omelette and parts of the soup like that could be in a good meal but right now you're literally trying to make omelette soup and that's vile and I don't like it and that's why we sent Mark in yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> simple effective metaphor <laughs> At this point, kind of in the background, you kind of see how Covian works. Covian being the the time god who's not really spoken much at this point. Um, he, like, every place that he ever will be or has ever been is, like, part of that streak. Because he has complete control over time generally, but also his own timeline. So his way of moving is just going to different parts of the timeline where he is in that spot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, different parts of that streak kind of illuminate, like, where where and when he is in the moment. And he, Kovian, says, Tessus and I have worked for a long time, and it saddens us as well that in order to save some of our... to save some of the achievements and life improvements of this uh, soup, that we have to... Snuff out. Well, you could, over you a can say murder. Lives. I mean, you can call it what it is. You can murder a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, don't downplay it. Like own it. Like you are talking about murdering whole groups of people so that you can live on, and devour us in our way of life and our th- way of thinking, so that you we won't who, live on, Mark. Well, I mean, you're like talking about like we're gonna make you better whether you want it or not, and like you didn't even ask. You just like made a giant dragon kill a bunch of people and burn my homeland so like i'm already on the like no side of things and so far <laughs> we didn't control Kalaren when it did those things mm. but you certainly were on that path right no well i mean we... a ritual to destroy uh, 1616 people and replace them with 1616 other people is who have about... the knowledge of have you ever Sorry. like t- taken a test where everybody gave you the answers no uh. yes N- no I... <laughs> I, like it's not really satisfying isn't it like just being like hey we're gonna get you to the end point like don't work towards it and we're certainly not gonna be gods of helping we're gonna be gods of pushing on you and we're gonna make bloody awful omelette soup because fuck you is really where I'm hearing all of this coming from honey I don't think we're getting anywhere <laughs> Kovian says to Tessus no I mean you're I mean you're not even really trying are you you're just still like this is the only course of action and you know you like it right and I don't like it I don't want I don't think this is appropriate that you just come here and decide that we are primitive or whatever and that your rules in society are better than ours like soup is a good meal but so is an omelet return to your friends and tell them that if they truly wish to refuse the cure to every disease they can imagine the solution to problems they don't even know they have yet and quality of life improvements that they can't even imagine. That if they don't want all of those things, then fine. So, can I just 
tell you one thing. Sure. One, you'd not offered a single ounce of proof. Two, what good's medicine if 1,616 people have to die for it to come into effect? How many people had to die for all of the <laughs> the wars in your... How many people died in wars over a, a scrap of land or... First things first. You want you wanted proof first. Well, you know, it'd be nice, right? Like, I mean, mechanical rabbits are, like, fine and all, but you can't eat them. Tessus walks over, uh, and at this point you sort of see how the block thing works with him. It's like each block is kind of like an either an organ or um, or like an extremity, like he has sort of like a foot block, and then there's like a spleen block, and a heart block, and a brain block, all in this sort of cybernetic order, and he walks over to the door, um, like the hatch of the bunker, and he slides open like a, a portcullis window, like a little circle window, and out of it you just see gnashing of teeth and thousands of eyes and fire and blood and any vision of the apocalypse that you can imagine and then he just closes it and he says this is the last place we have we spent all of our resources just getting Blossom there and she won't last much longer in that state and if I don't want all of their efforts to go to waste just because some bigger god got hungry. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna be the bigger god that's hungry and eat us. You see how that's working? I'll go I'll go talk to everybody if you want, let me out. But think about it. Bloop. <laughs> You're back. Yeah. Or Mox back. Think about what? All right, so they want to make omelet soup. Delicious. No. Yeah, no, I've had that. It's not very good. I think, like, Mock explains the whole thing. So I think Layla says, um, what about the skeletons? I mean, like... I was thinking that, too. Like, they've housed souls, and they're about to not anymore. All of them. I mean, is that like a Bible? Well, now we don't have any. I don't know where we we're gonna get some, but uh, well, no. I mean, yeah, they all kind of just poofed. There's got to be something in that tower that does it right. I mean, something in what? What are you talking about? In the Shrine of Destinies. And there you go. That yeah, that makes it skeletons. And then I don't know. That's the best plan I got. You just still then you got some undead people that get overwritten in, instead. Yeah, but they uh, had their life. They don't want it anymore. They already gave it up twice. Right? Didn't, didn't you say, say that afterlife, afterlife is cool? Do you think they still get an afterlife if they're like overwritten like that? I don't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh, man. Uh, maybe. I don't know how the rules go exactly. I mean, you, okay. And I don't know that I want to be a guinea pig. Yeah. No. No. You're right. I mean, you thought of something I didn't think of, and it's a valid point. 
Oh, boy. I mean, it's tough because, like, I see where they're coming from, but also I, I ain't killing people for them, you know? So, so what? How, okay, okay, let's, let's go, go back, back a little bit. bit. Why, Why can't, can't they all just exist as Blossom? Like, Blossom's pretty cool, right? As long as we can get her, like, a better... Because they don't all agree, so they're, like, busting out and overriding her. I don't always agree with myself. Yeah, but you don't have the ability to bust out of yourself. You are a very unique situation. So we just need like a better containment for them so they can just have discussions? I don't know. I mean, I guess because then they could teach us, right? I mean, they could teach us what we need to know if they're in there. But I don't know if that's like, if it's awful in there, you know? Blossom didn't say. I didn't ask her what it's like. It seemed nice when we were in there. Yeah, but you ain't been stuck in there forever and going to be forever. But I've I've been been stuck stuck in me forever. You've been stuck in you for like 16 years. Well, I don't think it's forever anymore. I do think they are running out of time. And anyway, you're a different you now. You just went and changed all of the stuff about you. So, like, it's not a real fair comparison. All the conflicting things that I've been feeling came to this logical conclusion because... All the those parts of me, all my emotions that sort of like tore at each other, figured out a situation together. Like it's not everybody exists as contradictions of a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, but they're all individual people, Etho. It really is different. I'm not saying it's not a solution. I'm just saying you have to like see that they're all different people. It's like you trying to force me to agree with you. I'm not part of you. It's different. I know. I'm just saying that maybe they they change. Just like I got really big, they just have gone to this new thing. Yeah, I'm saying we can try, but I guess we need to find out how much time we got to work with. It sounded like not much. I mean, if the decision has to be made right this second, I don't know. And I don't even know if I can get back into Blossom. She didn't seem like she had much control anymore. They kicked me out. I mean, I just, like, there's a, there's no other solutions. There's not, like, I mean, it's not better to have 1,616 people overwritten than to have that group that already is in a predicament sort of stay in their predicament, but just be, just be resigned to it. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't know how much control we have over that part of the situation. Yeah. I'm... So I turn around and ask the necklace, hey, uh, how long we got to figure this out? Uh, it writes, gotta crunch the numbers. Uh, and then there's, <laughs> it like writes like a little ellipsis that kind of like bounces <laughs> like it's animated. <laughs> and then it says, 20 seconds for us, one day for you. Well, fuck. So you reckon we should go talk to Blossom? I mean, I don't know what else to do, because tax right. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to the skeletons. Why do I keep saying skeletons? It just comes <laughs> out that way. What skeletons? Yeah, it's it's kind of a hard word. There's a lot of syllables in it. I don't blame you. I mean, just because I am one doesn't mean I can say it easy. It's elvish for skeleton. The elves have their own way of saying things. Uh, yeah, I mean. Did you want to talk to Blossom? It's all I know to do. Do y'all want to go? Right. Yeah. Are we st- are we like 100% down on um 
you remember last time when it was like an hour, but then it was a week? Like, what if I'm came worried out about the time like... conversion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last time I was there, it was like the time I was there was the same. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. But uh, Blossom wants something to happen, so I don't think she'll keep us longer than she's got to. Plus, she's not trying to be under the radar and all that weird stuff. And If you go to Blossom, I'm going to go... Yeah, what you thinking? What you thinking, Jamron? I've never been all that religious, but perhaps now's the time to be religious. Okay. What's that mean, honey? I think I'm going to pray for an answer. All right, Janro, you go do your thing, and I guess we'll do this, and we'll figure it out. Tack, what's going on with you, bud? Uh, You can hang out. You don't have to do nothing. Just... No, um... Didn't want to be like, peace, <laughs> bye. <laughs> well, I mean, like, my whole thing is I'm going to, like, go away f- forever. Um, Do you want me to, like, wait till we got, like, a good goodbye time, or should I just, you know... A ghost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go now, uh-huh. honey, I'll tell you by now. If you want to hang around for a day, see how this all ends, well, that's fine too. Or I-, I could write another letter. Oh, God. And you could take it to uh-huh. Ian after you decide to pass over. Oh, okay. that got a lot less tedious than I thought it was going to be when it started with you <laughs> writing letters. <laughs> I write... Ugh. Fine. Sure. I, I'm i sorry. I didn't mean to. That sounds like a beautiful idea. Uh, should I come with you, General? Yeah, why don't you come? Um, okay. I would maybe say goodbye now to everybody, just in case. Last time we were in there, it was seven days, or I, was it seven or I don't 17? know. Last time I was in there, it was 20 minutes. It's fine. I think it's going to be fine anyway. I mean, you're not wrong, but I think it's going to be fine. Hey, uh... Etho, thanks for um, thanks for coming with me when I uh, when I saw my mom. Uh, I was oh. glad to have company because it was kind of like a lot. Thank you for inviting me. That, I mean, that was amazing. I'm really glad that I got to see that. And you're a uh, foosball champion. I mean, like your trophies were just so cool. You're a foosball champion. I didn't know that. I'm very happy to be an inspiration. Um, <laughs> Layla, uh, God, I already thanked you once, and uh, we had a really heartfelt conversation yeah, where the, I thanked yeah. you already the one time. It was, it was um, good. But was... I, I'm going to say it again, because I, Layla, thanks for um, giving a shit about <laughs> oh. me and f- about like everybody like me, even though we look like scary monsters. <laughs> nah, you're cute, Tech. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> if he had skin, he'd blush. <laughs> He says, uh, you two, uh, I think you can figure it out. Uh, Janro, too. I think you get, I think y'all got it. Uh, so I'll, s- you know, see y'all when you're dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, no, I mean, wait. Don't, don't go yet. I mean, I still have to write the letter. Come with me. And we- no, I know. I was okay. just saying to I- them, because, like, I won't see them again. Bye. Bye. Attack. So is the amulet just still on the sand? Uh, oh, just by itself? I, I, I guess Layla would be like... is still holding it, like he was kicked out, but he still got it in his hand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. So 
So I imagine right. Jabak is just like walking around, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like a world ending stone. <laughs> yeah, he's just like uh -huh. holding it, I think. <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listing guide and links to everyone's Twitter and our shop for some cool pins featuring characters from the show. And those are enamel pins, y'all, and I have some, and they are very cool. <laughs> if you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month and some other extra stuff. Check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And to all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. I'm looking at Turkish delights, and uh, there's a whole bunch of different varieties, and all of them yep. suck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not all of them. All the ones on this list. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of the genre. I mean, none of them are Snickers, so like, fuck well, off. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I if will say the rose flavored ones are nah. Mm -mm. Nah. Those taste like potpourri. Hazelnut. Yeah. I'm kind of there. Pa uh, pistachio. All right, maybe. Here's the thing, hazelnut, like. I went to uh, Universal Studios and I had like a milkshake that tasted very much like Nutella. And like halfway through it, you know, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, it tastes just like Nutella. And then halfway through, <laughs> I was like, I'm certain that this is like I would have the exact same experience just sucking up some Nutella. Like, what? <laughs> why am I employing this middleman?